everybody. My name is Miriam Goldberg, and I wanted to thank the Nishay Sanhedrin Merchavet for this opportunity to be giving over a series this week, Merit Hashem. So the topic that I'd like to give over is Amunah Bitachon, which is one of my favorite topics, I guess, in addition to Taras and Mishpacha. And um, really, Amunah Bitachon is such a wide, huge topic, which we could discuss for months on end. And um, it reminds me of what the Chavz Chaim once told over when someone asked him, how much of Torah do we really know in this generation? And the Chavz Chaim, as he always did, used a mashal. And he said that, imagine if someone walks over to the ocean and takes a drop out of the ocean. Is anything really missing from the ocean? No, that drop is insignificant. It's not even felt. And that's how he compared us learning Torah in this generation. That Torah is so vast and huge, and we're really just scratching the surface, if at all. And really the same as with Amun and Bitochon. It's such a huge, huge topic, and it's not an intellectual exercise or an intellectual limud. It's really it's a mahalach hachayim. And so I think, Merz Hashem, in the few minutes that we have each day this week, we'll be touching on a practical exercise which we could really apply to our daily lives. So I'm going to share with you some insights that I felt really helped me um, going through my Nisayan for many years. And I will say that going to many, many Gdolim, the common denominator of all these Gdolim's brachos or etzers was working on Amun and Bitochon. And so today, Merit Hashem, I'd like to discuss the definition or a little bit of an understanding of what Amun and Bitochon really is. And then Merit Hashem throughout the week touch upon practical exercises of what to do in a situation that seems complicated or difficult or just doesn't make sense, whatever it may be. So it says in the Shomer Amunim that in the end of days, in the last generation before Mashiach comes, that Hashem will actually take a rope of Emuna and he'll extend it from one side of the world to the other side of the world. It says, And he's going to actually, he's going to shake this rope very, very strongly. And anyone who's holding on, but not tightly enough, will actually fall. And anyone who's holding on for dear life, literally for dear life, will actually remain connected. And the Ramchal says in Das Tvunos that before Mashiach comes, Iskaber Hayetzar Hara, Nisamit Lishabish Esemunosam Shalistro, meaning in this last generation, the Yitzhar is actually going to come and is going to distort our Emuna. The Emuna, which was so steadfast throughout all the generations, is going to become this Shibush, is a word of. I guess you would say, like, distortion. The Hamunah Emunah is going to be so difficult. And he compares it to Tipus al-Kir Chalak, climbing up a wall, literally climbing up a smooth wall. And we could just imagine that in our mind. You can't really climb up a smooth wall. And that is how the Emunah is going to be in the last generation. And he says, Yisparu v'islabnu v'itzarfu rabim. Meaning the Emunah is going to be a very difficult and challenging Avoda. But we know that it's really the Avoda that Hashem is expecting of us, and it's the first of the Asar Sadibos, Anochi Hashem Lokecha. So it's, it's a huge Avoda, and this is what we're going to have to work on. 
Baruch Hashem in our daily lives. So bringing in from Echtav just to define what is Emuna, and I'm going to differentiate today, Baruch Hashem, between Emuna and Bitachon. And we really use them usually interchangeably, and hopefully, Baruch Hashem, throughout the week I will be using them interchangeably, but at least for today, I'd like to actually focus on each one individually, each one separately. So Mechtav Miliyahu says, Emuna Miloshon Ne'emanus. What does Ne'emanus mean? It means it's faithfulness, to be faithful. So he says that when a person is faithful to another um, and he is in a certain obligation or a certain commitment to another person, he doesn't deviate from this commitment, from his being faithful. And um, he brings in that Avram Avinu, we say, Matasa es levavo ne'eman lefanecha. We say that every morning. That's what Hashem found in Avram Avinu. Hashem found in Avram Avinu that he was faithful to him. And what does it mean to be faithful? Faithful means, and this is really based on the Mechtam Yahu, that any time that a person is in a binding commitment, even if the situation isn't according to his liking, even if he finds himself in a difficult, complicated situation, or even if it actually contradicts what logic dictates to him, if he is faithful, he's going to be sticking to that commitment until the end. And uh, it says about Moshe Rabbeinu also the ne- uh, that he was a ne'eman. So we see that with the Avos, they were faithful to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. is also Melashon to exercise, lehit amen, means to exercise, meaning that this word is actually teaching us that this isn't something that comes naturally to us, it's something that we have to continuously work on, unlike other, we'll call it vocations or topics, or even in Torah, sometimes we learn certain halachas, and it's a halacha that we can hear once or twice, and once we start applying it, then we're pretty much... Um, used to it and become accustomed to it with Amuna it's very very different it's like going to an exercise class and being in shape but if you stop going to that exercise class for a few days and what happens is you really end up becoming out of shape. I remember I once went to an exercise class, and there was one woman who came to observe us, and she sat on the side, and she was eating a bag of potato chips, and we all looked at her, and it was sort of a laughable situation. Not only was she not exercising, but she was actually gaining. She was gaining, a different type of gaining. And Lamaisa, that's the same with Emuna. If we keep it as an intellectual exercise and don't actually exercise our muscles, then we're really not gaining anything. Ravar says that the, word, the avuda of Amuna is a constant mohama, meaning it, it's a constant battle, it's a constant war. We're waging against, we're waging a war against our Yitzhahara. So if I was in a certain situation yesterday, and Baruch Hashem, I did have Amuna in that situation, it doesn't necessarily mean that today, in my situation today, even if it's almost exactly like the situation I was in yesterday, doesn't mean that I'm going to have Amuna in this situation. Why? Because I need to constantly exercise those muscles. Chavakok, it says, Hamidon alachas tzadik be'emunaso yechia, meaning he summarized, one of the understandings is he summarized the entire Torah in one idea, in one avoda, which is the amuna, and that is how a tzadik lives. Um, so that's a little bit about the avoda of, or, or what is the definition of emuna, ne'emanus, faithfulness, and emuna, lashon, to exercise, lehit amen. Moving on to bitachon. What is bitachon? Simply put, 
Bitachon is trusting, trusting Hashem. And um, I like thinking about it in the terms of the Avosakdoshim. So we see that throughout Brishis, which is really the Sefer of the Avos, and we know that Maisa Avosim Amabanim, we see that each one of the Avos said the word Hineni. What does Hineni mean? So if you look at the first time that Hineni is mentioned in the Torah, it's in Brishis in uh, Parshas Vayera by Avram Avinu. And Rashi says, Hineni, kach hi aniyasam shel chasidim, l'shon anavahu, l'shon zimunhu. Meaning what Rashi is telling us is that this is how chasidim respond. Hineni is, I am here. Hine ani, I'm present, so I'm living in the moment. I'm not living in yesterday's world or in tomorrow's world. I'm living right now, and how am I living? I'm living with whatever Hashem is giving me right now in this moment. And zimun, zimun means I'm ready, I'm waiting for whatever my master is about to command me. And I'm, uh, I'm available, I'm faithful to whatever my avoda is in this specific moment. And that is the lashon of Hineni. We see that same lashon, very interestingly enough, used when... Um, Yaakov Avinu summons Yosef to come to him, and he requests that he go to Dotan to see what his brothers are up to. And Yosef Atzadik, in his Anava, also obviously knew in the heart of it, uh, heart of hearts, that his brothers hated him. And yet he answered to Yaakov Avinu with a lashon of Hineni. And Rashi says the exact same thing over there. He says, Lashon Anava Uzrizus, meaning there's a certain humility. And what's the humility that we could really learn out of Yosef Atzadik's answering to his father? Is that he put his seichel aside, he put his intellect aside, and he is willing to carry out, to execute the avoda, the mission, the project of whatever he is being tasked at that given moment, regardless of whether it makes sense to him, regardless of whether it's comfortable for him, or regardless of whether it's something that he's interested in doing. And that's really the lushon of Hineni. So we see that throughout the uh, Sefer Breshets with the Avos and with Yosef HaTzadik. And if we think about the avoda, the Munavitachon, it's really an avoda of the heart. So Rabbi Lapidot says that we can compare it to Tevas Noach. The Tevas Noach, we know, had three levels. So the bottom level was the garbage, the middle level were the animals, and the top level were the human beings. And so if we compare it to our lives, we could say that the bottom level, the garbage, is really the dimmune. That's where the Yetzirah comes in, and that's our fantasy, or that's our imagination. And we always take it to the worst place possible. And I always say, if your husband's coming home and at a certain time, and for some reason he's running late and he hasn't notified you, our mind unfortunately starts racing, and unfortunately usually starts racing to very negative thoughts. So why don't we ever think to ourselves, well, maybe he met someone who just gave him a thousand shackle check or whatever it may be. So because the dimyon, the Yitzhahara likes getting us all panicky. And the word for panic in Hebrew is daiga, or worry is daiga. If we look at the word daiga, the letter that it's missing from the beginning of the Alphabet is the base of the Tachon. So that's really what the Yitzhahara is trying to do to us. The Yitzhahara is trying to pull us into this place of despair and despondency and worry. Because the Yitzhahara knows that once we, we get stuck in that, we'll call it like uh, the, the mud, 
um, into this quicksand, because it's really like quicksand, then we're no longer connected to Hashem, because Avodah Vimunah Vitachon is in the heart, and it's a connection to Hashem. So that's the bottom level, is the Dimyon. And that's really the behemistic aspect of a person, of a Yid. The middle level, compared, comparing that to, I'm uh, sorry, that was uh, the, the, the garbage. The middle level are the animals, and the animals uh, compared to a bal chai, which means the rationale of a person. So that's the logic, what logic dictates to us. So logic dictates to us that this makes sense or that makes sense, and many times what makes sense to us is things that we actually experienced with our five senses or things that we know from our past experience. And that's the level, that's the middle level of the Baal Chai. A Yid is Mechoyov to be on the top level, and the top level corresponds to the emuna. Emuna supersedes, it overrides the dimyon of the garbage, it overrides the higayon, the being rational, being logic. It's something far, far beyond our intellect. And we know that David HaMelech and Tehillim, if you look at Tehillim so beautifully, he weaves into Tehillim so many tzokim of emunah bitachon. So he says, right, uh, when we're talking about emunah bitachon, meaning the voda of emunah bitachon is in the heart, don't rely on your seichel. Your seichel is your intellect. When a person is relying on their intellect, it almost contradicts, it almost always conflicts with emunah bitachon. There's a bigger voda of the heart, and we know that the longest distance in a person's body is between the mind and the heart. And that's really... Um, what we're going to be working on. So I see that I've already been speaking for 15 minutes, and honestly, I could go on and on and speak about this topic months or for years, and it's a continuous avoda. But I think that for Mertashem, for today's avoda, is really taking that word hinini, taking the avoda of the avosokdoshim, and whatever situation we're in, in the present, not thinking of yesterday, and not thinking of tomorrow, just thinking about today, what is it that Hashem has given me today that I have to rise to the occasion, whatever it may be, whether I like it or not, and rising to that uh, occasion really brings me to that place of ne'emanus, of being faithful to Hashem. So um, Gila asked me just to mention my phone number if anyone would like to contact me. So again, my name is Miriam, and my number is 054-846-1101, or my home line is 581-1028, and you could leave me a message on my home line if I don't pick up. I will tell you that I am giving over a series on Amunah Mitachon now in the winter. It's every other week. 